Good morning. This is Paul Donovan, Chief Economist at UBS Global Wealth Management at 7 o'clock in the morning London time on Friday the 18th of June. Today is tinged with green as central bankers are focusing on sustainability. The Bank of Japan meeting has come up with a new policy initiative. This is something really new as the Bank of Japan is not noted for coming up with things to attract market attention, at least not in the last decade or two. There will be a new lending facility launched to focus on climate change, with details probably coming out next month and the facility coming out later in the year. Why are central banks like the Bank of Japan getting involved in climate change? Because climate change, and indeed the wider issues covered by environmental, social and governance, has significant economic impact, as the Bank of Japan noted in today's statement. The Bank of Japan also extended its pandemic-related measures out until March of next year, but that is a less interesting decision. The sustainability issue is carried on by the European Central Bank. The Governing Council is gathering for a taxpayer-financed weekend mini-break in Frankfurt. The three-day session will include examining the ECB's inflation target, which, as a reminder, is set as being near but not at, but sort of, but a bit below, and definitely not above, around 2%. It's hard to see that the ECB could possibly improve on that laser-like clarity and precision. Assuming not many changes there, the more interesting aspect will again be the issue of central bank policy and sustainability. The challenge for the Bank of Japan and for the European Central Bank, and indeed for financial markets in general, is that there's no common understanding of what a sustainable investment actually is. One investor's sustainable is another investor's toxic. It's unlikely that central banks will be able to set the necessary defining standards themselves, as their investment influences are not probably broad enough. There's also a range of inflation data. Japan actually has some inflation if you look hard enough. Oil base effects have allowed the national consumer price inflation measure, excluding food, to rise by 0.1% on the year. The other measures are all negative, however, and Japan's consumer price measure is about to be rebased, and that technical change will result in rates being pushed deeper into deflation in the coming months. German producer price inflation was strong, driven up by the leap in oil price inflation. Monthly changes in prices slowed for capital goods, durable goods and non-durable goods. Later today, the Bank of England will publish its Inflation Expectation Survey of Consumers. As a reminder, consumers are useless at predicting inflation, and this measure has been drifting downwards, mainly because retail food prices in the UK keep falling. UK retail sales have shown that spending is passing the Instagram test now. May retail spending in the UK unexpectedly fell, with food for home consumption leading that decline. Restaurant spending is not part of the UK's retail sales data. People want to have fun and post pictures of having fun on Instagram afterwards. As having fun includes things like eating out, the changing consumption patterns are not being reflected properly in the retail sales data. April had seen a surge in clothing sales, and in May it appears people were out wearing those clothes and enjoying themselves. Overall, sales are still over 9% above pre-pandemic levels. 
The shift in consumption patterns is something already seen in economies that opened earlier than the UK, and it will eventually emerge in Europe too. That's all for today. Have a good day. UBS Chief Investment Office's investment views are prepared and published by the Global Wealth Management Business of UBS AG or its affiliate, UBS. This material has no regard to the specific investment objectives, financial situation, or particular needs of any specific recipient and is published for informational purposes only. As a firm providing wealth management services to clients globally, UBS AG and its subsidiaries offer both investment advisory services and brokerage services. Investment advisory services and brokerage services are separate and distinct, differ in material ways and are governed by different laws and separate arrangements. In the USA, UBS Financial Services Inc. is a subsidiary of UBS AG and a member of FINRA SIPC. For information, please visit our website at ubs.com forward slash working with us. For a full legal disclaimer applicable to the independent investment views produced by UBS, please visit our website at ubs.com forward slash CIO disclaimer. 